Thanks for tuning in to the Say So With Jeannie podcast. I'm rolling out another season of SOAP. SOAP is an acronym for a very practical and personal Bible study. S stands for scripture. O is observation. A is application. P is prayer. Grab your journals. Let's soak together now. Welcome to the Say So With Jeannie podcast. I'm your host, Jeannie Terry. Today we're doing another SOAP episode. It is, we are, we are soaping Proverbs 22 today. Um, and we're doing this in partnership with East Coast Christian Center, who has a radio show called Morning Breath, where they take a chapter a day and they um, soap it. They they read it. They observe what God is speaking to them. They apply it to their lives and they pray um, for the Holy Spirit to help them live out God's truth in their lives. Morning Breath is aired Monday through Thursday, and this um, podcast airs on Fridays. So Monday through Thursday, you can go check out their radio show and Friday, you can come back and visit with us. And I'll leave the link for Morning Breath in the show notes. Today we are soaping Proverbs 22 and I have my friends, Michelle Davies and Autumn Marsh with me. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for doing this with me today. You're quite welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> so Michelle was on last week and uh, Michelle and I discovered that we both have the same wedding anniversary of October 22nd. So we have, awesome. we have sister anniversary dates. And then yes. Autumn, if you could please just briefly introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Autumn. What would you like to know? Um, your, uh, all the intimate details of your life. Go. <laughs> well, I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> I am a, a local here and on the space coast and a good friend of Miss Jeannie, say so with Jeannie. Amen. I enjoy doing these soaps and always listening to her podcast. She always has uh, some amazing, insightful things and uh, people on her podcast as well. Thank you, Autumn. I will pay you later. <laughs> so Autumn and I, I have an Autumn and I have something in common. We're both from the three hundred five. We uh, both moved up here from Miami. We did not know each other in Miami though. So our kids met in preschool together and they are still good, good buddies. All right, ladies, are you ready to soak Proverbs 22? Yes, ma'am. With the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Here we go. So Autumn, I'm going to read, what did we say? One through 15? Sure. And then I'll read the rest. All right, here we go. And we're reading from the ESV version. Um, so here we go. Proverbs 22. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the crooked. Whoever guards his soul will keep far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is the slave of the lender. Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity, and the rod of his fury will fail. Whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor. Drive out a scoffer, and strife will go out, and quarreling and abuse will cease. He who loves purity of heart and whose speech is gracious will have the king as his friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the traitor. 
The sluggard says, there's a lion outside. I shall be killed in the streets. The mouth of forbidden women is a deep pit. He with whom the Lord is angry will fall into it. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth or gives to the rich will only be only come to poverty. Words of the wise. Incline your ear and hear your words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you. If all of them are ready on your lips, that your trust may be in the Lord. I have made them known to you today, even to you. Have I not written your for your thirst? 30 sayings of counsel and knowledge to make you know what is right and true, that you may give a true answer to those who sent you. Do not rob the poor because he is poor or crush the afflicted at the gate, for the Lord will plead their cause and rob of those who, will, who rob them. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Be not one of those who give pledges or put up security for debt. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should you, your bed be taken from under you? Do not move the ancient landmark for your fathers have set, that your fathers have set. Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Amen. Amen. So, Autumn, can we start with you? What was your soap like? Sure. Well, I read um, originally from the New Living Translation, and um, num well, a lot of the verses really stuck out, but one that stuck out in all the translations that I read was um, number 15. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. So my observation of this is, you know, as children, we get corrected all the time, right? Right. And uh, you're a little more open to correction as a child. But as you get older, I don't know if it's maybe pride that gets in the way or just thinking you know everything, but correction seems to get harder and harder as you get older. Hmm. Um, I know it is within myself sometimes, you know, either if it's God talking to me and trying to correct me or even just a friend or a family member. I think it's always harder when it's like a sibling <laughs> <laughs> trying to correct whether it's, you know, your vocabulary or just something that stands out to them. Um, that correction always seems to be harder. So my application is to accept wise counsel and correction, um, whether it's from a colleague or a friend or a family member or God, um, to open my heart and my eyes and my mind to correction so I can grow and be more disciplined. That's awesome. I believe it was, um, I wanna actually read the version let me pull it up on my phone from the message i thought was pretty good too i think that was the version i liked yeah young people are prone to foolishness and fads the cure comes through tough-minded discipline that's good so i always like reading multiple versions and uh i seem to really like that one because it speaks 
like we speak today. So that's uh, that's my soap. That was the one that stuck out to me the most. What about you guys? Well, I loved Autumn's um, take on that because I know for myself, it is, I can sometimes be a little um, stubborn as far as receiving correction. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, is that I'm more stubborn about receiving correction from like, say family versus friends, mm-hmm. you know? So if there's something that Agreed. really needs, um, I don't know. It's just that I seem to think that, you know, well, family should know, like they know everything about you. You know, they live life with you day to day, moment by moment and everything else. But, um, so it takes it, it's more of a, per, I take it, I personally take it more as a personal attack versus correction. So to have that new um, perspective, I'm definitely going to try a little bit more humbleness um, when that comes up for the future. You know what though, as you long guys- as, it, as long as it's wise correction, right? Right. right. That's what you True. can make the differ if some of our family is the wise correction, but- true <laughs> well and that's what you have to take what everybody says to your god right and and put it up to his scripture and does it does it sound like something god would say and i kind of want to get to the heart of what you're talking about because honestly my husband and i have these same conversations where he's like i feel like if a friend told you to do abc you would totally do it but if i tell you to do it you just dismiss it but i hear that's like a common thing in like marriage therapy that like for some reason, for sure. Why is that though? What's well, the root it's all of about that? The, it's all about the delivery too, I believe. And that was part of my prayer part as well is to help me be more graceful and with the delivery of when I correct others. Because if you correct them in a ungraceful way, then they're not going to take it. Um, and I believe, you know, when you're with a friend, they might just do it in a more loving kindness way than maybe someone you live with that you're constantly having to correct. <laughs> so it's, it's all about delivery as well. Um, at least I believe so. God, God isn't going to correct us in a harsh manner. He's merciful and very kind. So as long as we're like that as well, maybe the other person can take the correction in a better way including yeah. well, I'm, I'm also brought to mind in regards to you know Jesus went into his it talks about you know how he went into his hometown and he was not received you know he couldn't do miracles and do the things that um, he was able to do in other areas other towns that he had gone to because they were just not open to him they were not um, they just saw him as one of them and not as necessarily the son of God. They didn't, um, and and they, and they missed out. They missed out on a lot. Kind of what stood out to me was verse three, where it says the prudent sees danger and heights himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. And what this reveals to me is that those who are prudent, who are wise, who are thoughtful and take care of their future will sense danger by the guiding of the Holy Spirit and protect themselves, protect their families, protect their finances, protect something that is being threatened. Whereas the simple or the foolish 
who take little to no care or thought of the future step out into the danger and as a consequence suffer for it. I think of the many, many foolish things I did growing up and it's a wonder that I'm still here, I'm alive. I think about the jams I got rescued out of by family or friends and the miraculous things that God has done in my life and continues to do today. I don't think we ever stop acting foolish or making unwise decisions. I think we all make mistakes. It reminds me of Paul when he writes in Romans 7, starting in verse 14. He says, yes, I'm full of myself. And this is the message translation. I'm full of myself after all. I've spent a long time in sin's prison. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another, doing things I absolutely despise. So if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. But I need something more for if I know the law but still can't keep it. And if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. It happens so regularly that it's predictable. The moment I decide to do good, sin is there to trip me up. I truly delight in God's commands. But it's pretty obvious that not all of me joins in that delight. Parts of me covertly rebel. And just when I least expect it, they take charge. I've tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? Isn't that the real question? The answer, thank God, is that Jesus Christ can and does. He acted to set things right in this life of contradictions where I want to serve God with all my heart and mind, but am pulled by the influence of sin to do something totally different. Bam! No one listening to this can say anything otherwise. This is each and every one of us. This isn't just Paul from the Bible. This isn't just me. This is literally for everyone. Kids, adults alike. We all do things we don't intend on doing. And what is that quote? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. So for me, we can be as humanly prudent as we can, but by the grace of God, we are here. And my prayer is, thank you, God, for giving me the mind of Christ. Uh, sometimes I don't use it. God, I implore you, I beg you, I thank you for giving me your infinite wisdom and your secret counsel in all the choices I make day in and day out. In his name, amen. So on that same verse... I took it as something a little bit different. Um, the prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. <clears throat> and I think how many times I don't take chances. Okay. And do the things that he's calling me to do okay. because of the fear. Oh, yeah. And so you just think that I'll just go on, you know, just doing things simply, staying um, 
cautious <clears throat> not going um, outside the comfort zone. And that's really <clears throat> me not trusting God, trusting him that even though there is danger, even though there is um, things out there to trusting him to go beyond having this simple life and living the abundant life than mm. he wants for me. That's so good. I've been, Michelle, quite honestly, you talk about not trusting the Lord. I've been on a trust journey for quite some time now because I've had a lot of fear come up as well. And now I can see how you see that in that verse as well. I can see that. Um, and I, I too have the same story that I don't step out because I'm fearful. And that's something that my husband actually has talked to me about. And when I was on this trip, I, um, I was doing a trust experiment with God, right? We were, there was an option to zip line and I was like, I'm not zip lining. And my friends were like, yeah, you are. And I was like, okay. So we paid for the ticket. We get to the, the front of the zip line. We're about to get harnessed in and it starts snowing. And they said, we're closing it down. So we could not zip line while we were on our retreat. However, the flight home from Colorado to Orlando, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. It was so turbulent that I was like, oh my gosh, I had worship music on the whole time with the noise cancellation earphones on. And I was just like praying, praying. It, it was so turbulent that they said, flight attendants, get in your jump seats. And they wouldn't let them out of their jump seats for like, it seemed like the whole trip, but it was probably only 15 minutes. But like, it was panic setting, fear. And I was like, but I was worshiping the whole time. I was like smiling and singing and worshiping even through the turbulence. I was like expecting the oxygen masks to fall down. I was in the exit aisle. I'm like, how am I going to help everybody? Like what, like all these things were going through my mind, but I still had this worship music on. I still devoted my attention to God and his faithfulness and his goodness. And then I asked my friends, Hey, does this qualify as a trust experiment? <laughs> Since we've missed the zip line, does this count? So they said, yes, this counts, but it was interesting because we got to talk to the pilot at the end and we said that we were horrified and we said that, well, only two of us were horrified. One was completely secure in her, in her God and trusting. Um, but he said, we said on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the worst turbulence, he, he's like, what, where we asked him, where would you put that? And he said, that was about a three. We we're like a three. So he's like, yeah, you have wow. to think about it as boats are in water and there's waves, you go up and down and you go with the waves. He says, there's also waves in the air and the plane goes, has to go through those waves, those airwaves. And so we are like, well, we were praying the whole time while you were flying. We were praying that Jesus was in the cockpit. And then we were started, we changed it to, to no, Jesus is actually flying this plane. <laughs> And um, then the co-pilot goes, yes, I was too. I was saying the same prayer. And we're like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's good to know that we have pilots that are praying. So. That's wonderful. Yeah. But um, I'm totally going to take you ziplining now. That's going to be my mission in life. <laughs>
have been zip lining twice already. Once at the Brevard Zoo, which that was. Oh, that's not a zip line. Oh, okay. That's a, um, a kitty zip line. <laughs> well, what I didn't like about it, and this is so bad to say, was that I had to climb every time I wanted to zip line to go to the next zip line. <laughs> Because my first experience in zip lining was in the tropical like rainforest or jungle of Costa Rica, where I don't know how high we were up, where if you fell, no one would ever find you. And they, yeah, drove, us, they drove us up the mountain. There was no climbing. So I had it like really uh, good because I didn't have to expend any energy on climbing. I could just have a good time. Whereas at the zoo, man, they work you out. I just wasn't prepared. You have to go up the mountains and the valley. Okay, Torn Wells. Um, <laughs> but no, Autumn, we've talked about the bungee, going to the bungee gym, yeah, right? Fun. We're definitely going to, we need to schedule that and make it happen. Yeah. So, Michelle, Autumn is my fun, carefree, adventure loving friend. She's like, she just keeps me, I don't know, laughing. Just, I mean, she'll send me texts and videos of stuff her and her family are doing. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want to, I want to do what you're doing. I want to have that kind of fun. So much fun. Sounds like it. Good thing you have her because I'm not that way at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Autumn, Autumn is very adventurous, a good, fun hearted adventure girl. One time we uh, went on a trip together and we rolled, (laughs) we rolled down the sand at the beach in like slow motion like you know when you roll you're supposed to roll fast we like purposely like rolled slow it was kind of funny it felt it felt like we were going faster than what the video showed yeah I got dizzy I got dizzy for sure well that was so cool do we have anything else to add for Proverbs 22 the only thing that I would add is that um probably because it's so fresh in my mind but the reward, um, let's see, number 22, verse four, the reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches, is riches and honor in life. And just last week in 15, the fear of the Lord is instruction and wisdom. Humility comes before honor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, are you trying to like, <laughs> really you're really pressing that um humility and honor in me aren't you yeah and I think that I I I try to make humbleness something of my character you know try not to be boastful or anything else but I wouldn't say I don't recognize the honor within myself well that can be part of being humble you might not see it but others do yeah michelle's name is the gift yeah i went a couple years ago with you it's hard to believe it's only two years ago that we went to captivating and i never liked i never liked the name michelle because you know being a a child of the 70s everyone and their mother was named michelle there was always like three or four michelles and so you were never called michelle you were called you know by your middle name or your last name (laughs) because there'd be so many of us Mm -hmm. and so when he told me gift I'm like I don't want that name (laughs) well I'm glad I want I want I want Hannah or Sarah or Rebecca like I want a real name (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> but it was during that time in which he showed me that um, because when my when I was born, my name was actually supposed to be Kelly, Kelly Catherine. Um, and at the very last moment, my aunt talked to my mom into changing my name to Michelle because she couldn't get pregnant and she always wanted to have a girl named Michelle. So my mom um, named me Michelle, but then she couldn't think of a middle name. And the only person that she knew Michelle was Michelle Lee, the actress. So I have an actual boy name, Lee, L-E-E, mm -hmm. versus the female version. Um, but yeah, but during Captivating, I found out that Michelle, um, actually one of the names for it is Gift. And he showed to me, I already changed your name. Mm. Basically, Captivating takes you through this exercise where God reveals to you your true identity and you could have, he could give you a new name or several new names and um, Michelle's was Gift. But I like how- Joy. Yeah, Joy. Um, Michelle, just back on verse four, how you said the reward for humility and fear of the Lord. I think it just to take another step further, we, you and I just talked about how we get fearful and we don't step out. Right. Right. Well, God's command is really to fear him and nothing else. So I think if we're going to be humble, it's going to be to the Lord and we're going to say, you know what? I surrender. I surrender my fear of the world and circumstances and the risks or what you're calling me to do. And I'm going to instead, like you told me to fear not, because you're not, you're never going to leave me nor forsake me. I mean, it's all over the Bible about fear not, sure. fear not, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. And here we are being afraid. Like, why are we choosing to go against God's word? That's us like literally choosing to fear when God said, don't fear. It's total disobedience. Yeah. So we're going to repent for that disobedience and we're going to get a reward and it's riches and honor and life. So I'm going to pray for all of us uh, and we're going to pray out because um, I think this has been really good. I've enjoyed this and I, I want to pray for all of us. And if you guys want to pray too, um, you're welcome to pray as well. You ready? Yes. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time together. Thank you that the only fear that we will fear from now on is you, Lord. And not this terrorizing fear, that not a paralyzing fear, but of uh, awe and wonder about your majesty and your glory. And that we just surrender our fear of the world. Because your word says, what can this world do to us? What can man do to us? Even if they take our body, they can't take our spirit, Lord Jesus. So we thank you that if you're calling us to do something, if there's risks, if there's, you know, perceived danger, that we know that you would be all around us. You go before us, you are with us, and you go behind us. So Lord, we repent now of disobeying you. We repent of fearing this world, and we receive your forgiveness right now, and we thank you, and we believe that we are completely cleansed of our disobedience and the sin that we have agreed with. We just agreed with it. So right now we just break all agreements with yes. fear. We break agreements with disobeying your word and dishonoring you. We're so sorry, Lord. And we turn to you and we are just covered in your truth and your wisdom. 
And that any time fear would be brought up, that's worldly fear, Lord, that the, that the Holy Spirit would just remind us to say, fear has no place here. Fear cannot rest here. Fear is not welcome here. And that we are hidden in you, Lord. We need to remember we are hidden in you, that your blood that was shed on the cross is covering us. We are covered in your protection, Lord Jesus. And there's a hedge of protection and that there's really nothing to fear in this world. You love us, God. You created us perfect in your image and you want us to obey you simply out of our love for you. And we choose you right now. We choose your love. We choose your blessings. We choose your honor. Lord, just continue to create in us humble, humble hearts that are completely devoted to you. And we ask this in your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So one thing Wonderful that he prayer. just showed me was that obedience, obedience is the ultimate worship towards mm. him. Mm. Because mm. it is through that obedience that we are showing and declaring our trust mm. in him. And if I want to worship him and love him and show that to him, then being obedient to him is the ultimate gift towards him. It's so good. And that is found in scripture, actually, in 1 Samuel 15, 22, to obey is better than sacrifice. That, that was a really good word, because I think it's a lot easier to sit here and sing and, uh, and worship, but actually be obedient. It was a little harder for us, but ultimate worship for sure that's a great word that'll stick in my mind forever mm-hmm. and that all comes full circle god is so good the holy spirit is so good because autumn started with the whole part of obedience and how it has able to full circle and you know mm. yeah she did that she started with discipline and obedience Woo-hoo! yes that's amazing and just to be just to be like completely authentic and out there like I did not prepare beforehand I listened as you guys read it (laughs) so I was ill-prepared but the Holy Spirit is not so um I just love I love these like this this is my gratitude attitude at the moment just how alive he is every moment and how he just shows up because I didn't prepare either (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is awesome well thank you holy spirit thank Love you it. michelle gift other better yes. better known as gift and autumn thank you ladies so much thank I you have- for having us and, and being disciplined to do this every week. <laughs> yes that thank you is worship yes Thank you so much, ladies. You all have a wonderful day and trust in the Lord with all your heart, might, and strength, your soul and spirit. Just keep on trusting him. Yes. Amen. Amen. You guys have a wonderful day. You too. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And that's it. That's soap. It's so easy and so practical and so personal all at the same time. Are you enjoying soap? Let me know. Hit me up on any of the social media links I'm going to leave in the show notes and share your soap with me. I want to find out what you're getting from the scripture as well. We can all learn from each other. Until next time, friends, peace and blessings.